Hello, welcome to The Pillar Diaries. Episode number four, featuring Sister Rhonda Carpenter. What a beautiful journey of the redemptive power of Jesus. Every time I think of her story, I think of that old song that says, he came looking for me. So many of us can relate to her storm and the man who stepped in the middle of it, that even the winds and the seas obey him. When I asked Sister Rhonda, what ministries are you involved in? She simply replied, any ministry that I can be in that will connect one more person to Jesus Christ. I pray that God opens our eyes to love others and to see them as he has her. These women are our pillars and their stories are our monuments. If we ever fail to tell their story, what they have built will crumble. These are their diaries. a very rebellious young woman who, uh, whose father bought her a motorcycle. <laughs> and I tended to be attracted to the, the motorcycle riding heathenistic lifestyle. And uh, it led me down the wrong path fast. And uh, I ran away from home at 15 years old jumped on my Honda Mini Trail 80 and headed from uh, Maryville to, or Rockford, Tennessee to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, straight up 75 north on a motorcycle whose top speed was 55 miles an hour downhill with a wind, tailwind. <laughs> I spent six months in uh, Cincinnati and then came right back down 75 to Maryville, where my mom got to see me for the first time uh, after identifying bodies, thinking that her daughter was gone, and uh, came back to still not being able to cope with uh, the guidance of a loving mother, uh, thinking that I knew more than anybody uh, how I should live my life. And so I come back to living with grandmother, Wanting to live with dad, but of course dad was, you know, too busy and had too much of a uh, uh, wild lifestyle himself to raise a 15-year-old daughter. And uh, so I came back to get my own apartment because I thought I was grown. And um, went from being a wild 15-year-old to a wild 40-year-old to a while 50-year-old to finally give my life to God because if I didn't, I wouldn't still be around. But it's the best thing I ever did. Um, Three felonies for sales of marijuana. Uh, At least pled guilty because I was guilty. (laughs) Um, I wasn't ever good at lying. I sure couldn't lie under oath. Always believed in God, but never had any faith in God. And was afraid of what I'd miss out on if uh, I gave my life to God because I might miss a party or uh, I might miss out on some of the fun. But what I was missing out on was God's love. And the fact that when all the other people gave up on me, God never did. 
I'm so thankful he didn't because I know for a fact I wouldn't be around had I continued the lifestyle I was in. Uh, I was a biker, a bondsman, a bartender, an alcoholic uh, who was killing myself fast. Um, alcohol became uh, my main focus on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, I would drink till I black out, would not remember um, who I'd been with and who I'd insulted. Uh, I hit rock bottom when I went to Christmas with my family, drunk, and didn't remember it the next day. I missed out on the only family picture I was hungover, and now my dad's gone, and I'll never get to, the opportunity to be in that family picture again. And it makes me really sad every time I look at the pictures, and everybody else in my family's in that picture but me. But uh, I'm just thankful that I got the opportunity to give my life to God before it was too late, and before I was the one that was gone. Um, but three felonies, and, and, and I was a bondsman, a bartender. I spent uh, every day surrounding myself with the criminal element, and you desensitize yourself to, to uh, crime and that lifestyle when you surround yourself with it on a daily basis, so I guess I just didn't see it anymore, you know. Um, I always thought I was on the right side of the law because I was the one writing the bonds, but when uh, you're writing the bonds and, you know, it, then you're on your nights off, you're cocktailing it up and selling bags of marijuana, you know, all you're doing is the same thing that you're bonding them out of jail for. <laughs> so. But uh, I'm, I'm just really, really thankful that I was able to get it together. <laughs>
I never had, went through any withdrawal. I never went through anything, and I was bad. And he took it all, and I never looked back. I, I won't even drink cough syrup. I mean, that's how, how much he took from me that I wouldn't. And um, I mean, although that little girl went the wrong path, <laughs> it wasn't through me showing her that person. That's right. It made me, you know, because my love for her, I wanted to be a better person so that so that if she chose the wrong path, it wasn't because I was the one that led her down that path. I started out in AA um, and realizing that um, most of those meetings, not all of them, but a lot of those meetings are, are people that have to, you know, just get their little paper signed and, and it wasn't spiritual enough. And then I started seeking out more spiritual meetings. And then I realized that it wasn't the meetings that I needed at all. It was God I needed. And I went from uh, those meetings to searching out of church, which I've been uh, around the apostolic church uh, for years. But uh, I thought that I was going to miss out on something because, oh, I didn't think that, that uh, wearing dresses all the time was necessary or, or you can't do this or you can't do that. And what I didn't realize was it wasn't about what I can't do, you know, because I can do anything I wanted to do. But what, after I give my life to God, what am I going to want to do? And you know what? I want it all. I want all of it. I want all. I want to please God. And that's where my happiness comes from now, is in pleasing God. Not in, I'm not missing out on anything. I'm gaining everything. I gained God's love, is what I gained. I gained God's love in my heart. For other people, um, now when I look at somebody, I don't see what I dislike about them, I see what I love about them. And a lot of times it was focused, used to be focused on what I didn't like about them. But God changed, more than anything, He changed my eyes, how I see other people. And now I see them with God's love, not with my bitterness. And I had a lot of that, <laughs> but that's gone. <laughs> my family, family relations, um, my relationship with my parents, uh, struggle with my, my relationship with my mother, which she's a wonderful woman, but uh, we butted heads. And it was because she wanted more for me than I wanted for myself. And, uh, and then probably my dad's uh, um, judgment. I was the, the too much jewelry, too much makeup, a biker. Uh, bartender not meeting up to the perfect uh, daughter, you know. Uh, finally being able to have a relationship with my dad, thankfully, before he passed away, and having a good relationship with my mother now is such a blessing because that's something I didn't think I'd ever have, but I do now. I love her and she loves me and oh yay! Yeah. <laughs> that and when my dad passed away was at the the 
height of my alcoholism. Um, I spiraled out of control. But it also was what made me realize that if I didn't get it together, I wasn't going to get a chance to get it together. I woke up and I said, put it in your hands, God. And he took it. He took it all. I mean, I, I, people can say whatever they want, but he took uh, all my cravings. I had none whatsoever. I walked out of it smelling like a rose. Never missed it at all. So never looked back. Probably, I mean, it's, it's, it's something I've experienced for myself because I thought um, I've made a lot of poor choices, choices as far as men's concerned over the years. And um, I thought that, um, you know, at my age, I mean, I was 55 years old, and I thought, this is it. I'm just going to be single for the rest of my life, um, uh, bride of Christ. <laughs> so, uh, but... Uh, God gave me a wonderful husband uh, that loves God. <laughs> and so that right there, to think that, um, that as much as I've messed up in my life, that God still wants me to be happy. He wants to give me the desires of my heart. And he knew I didn't want to be alone. And I'm not. Thank you. <laughs> Living a life for God. <laughs> that is, um, there's nothing more rewarding than that. There's nothing more rewarding than waking up and knowing that uh, you can be the link between somebody and them living their life for God. One more soul. Because if I can bring, I'll spend the rest of my life telling everybody I can if it'll just make a difference in one person's life. I've got to say my sister, um, because she showed me what uh, devotion to God can be, can create. She's been um, a wonderful mother, and she has been the ultimate pastor's wife, and she's led many souls to Jesus. and. What more? <laughs> you know, that's 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 who I want to be when I get big. <laughs> I'd love to tell them to avoid uh, the debauchery and the and the lifestyle that I've lived, but I think more than avoiding, is if you just wake up every morning knowing that you can do one thing for God. You're going to find that you'll do two things tomorrow because you just get so much pleasure out of every moment you live for God that it's just going to snowball. Uh, I, I tell you not to do, not to do, not to do. I can tell you that all day, but until you give your life to God, you're just going to keep sinning. So uh, I, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And um, I know that I'll never go back. And any moment that you spend, doing anything good, doing anything good for another human being is a moment well spent.
You know, I'd like to I'd like to shake him, but you know, it's, the sad thing is, you don't you don't realize that uh, you, you don't realize how miserable you are until you start living for God. You don't realize the pleasure that you get out of living for God because they always think that they're going to miss out on something. You know, if you if you don't make the next party, you're going to miss out on. Oh, I don't want to miss out on the next party. I don't want to miss out. On, but the thing that they're missing out on is God's love, and that is, I mean, it's it's just the ultimate. And um, I don't know what to tell that person because you know, thank thank you, Jesus, I'm not that person anymore. Um, I I just tell them that uh, they just need to open up their hearts to God and then they'll see you know you can't there's no way to describe it there's no way to describe the difference in my life now compared to my life then because that wasn't really a life I mean it was an existence and it was a miserable existence at that and sad thing is I didn't even know it I didn't I know it now but that's you know looking back um, they just need to if I do one thing for God today and you'll see the pleasure and the happiness that it'll bring you and I, I, it'll snowball. That's all I can say, it's gonna snowball because you can't do something for God and not feel. You know, if you're truly doing it for God, you feel it, you know, you know. And you see the, you feel the true pleasure that you get out of it, the happiness that you feel. There's no life like living there is, for Jesus. That's, that's right, there's no life like it.